Hi there, and welcome to the Pursuit of Wholeness podcast. My name is Sally Twelman, and I am obsessed with all things wellness. The basics like food, nutrition, and fitness, and all the other things that help us feel well and be our best, like mind-body medicine, meditation, breath work, mindfulness, thought work, and some more tangible things like finding balance and creating better habits and figuring out how to do all the things so that we can feel our best as women, as mothers, and as multifaceted humans. Believe me, I understand this balancing act because in addition to being a dietitian and an integrative wellness coach, I am also a mom of three busy kids. I'm just trying to do my best every day but I'm super excited you're here as I share my knowledge and experience and as we seek and learn together how to feel well, be healthy, and live a fulfilling life in our own pursuit of wholeness. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode. As you can tell, my sound is back to working right. If you listen to my episode from last week, you know that like mid episode, <laughs> my microphone went out. So I had to figure out how to continue recording with a different recording device. And the sound was just awful. But, you know, as it is with life, you have to just roll with it, right? And perfection gets in the way of done. So I just decided to just to publish it. So I hope that. <laughs> It wasn't too horrible to listen to, (laughs) but I'm back with a new microphone, and this microphone is called the Blue Snowball. I'm not exactly sure why it's called the Blue Snowball, other than it is round like a snowball, and it has the word blue on the front. So anyway, I'm glad to be back with my sound working right today, and we are going to talk about one of my favorite things to recommend to people, and probably something you have heard about, and that is magnesium. You have probably heard that you should be taking magnesium. It helps you sleep. It helps with body weight regulation. It helps you stay regular. And so I wanted to give you a little bit more information about why magnesium is so important. So let's first start start this out by talking about the role of magnesium in the body. So our body uses magnesium in so many different ways. It really acts as a cofactor for all of these other reactions. So basically it is a recipe ingredient in all of the different recipes that your body needs. It needs. So magnesium acts as a cofactor for these different enzymatic reactions throughout the body. And without magnesium, your body is not able to make the various recipes that it needs to make to perform all of its various functions. You also need magnesium for energy production. It's a key player in the process that transforms food into energy that your cells can use. Specifically, magnesium is required to convert glucose, which is the broken down form of of sugar or carbohydrates, into ATP. 
ATP is the primary or really the only source that the cell actually has for fuel. So you take in food, food is broken down, then converted to glucose, and then within each cell, it is converted to ATP so that the cells can actually function. And we need magnesium for that. It's also used in muscle function, the nervous system, bone health. It's really important in bone health to help your bones actually mineralize and stay mineralized. So our bones are constantly being built up and broken down. That's just the normal way your bones are are maintained and uh, repaired. And if you don't have these basic minerals like calcium and magnesium and phosphorus and the right combination of all of those things, then you're really not able to maintain strong bones. So it's also used in the manufacturing of DNA and we're constantly repairing DNA. And so if we don't have the right amount of magnesium, then some of that DNA could be made wrong and correctly. And that's where we develop cancer. It's also really important for heart health. And also it is also needed to create our neurotransmitters. So we actually need magnesium to turn tryptophan, which is one of the amino acids that we eat. It's used to turn tryptophan into serotonin. And without a magnesium, you're not making the right amount of serotonin. You also don't then turn serotonin into melatonin. So you sometimes don't sleep well. And that's why magnesium really helps people sleep. So what are some of the ways that you might know that maybe you're magnesium deficient or maybe you have some magnesium insufficiency? So whenever we talk about being deficient in something, so often we can measure that in blood samples. But with magnesium, we cannot measure it. Or we can measure it, but whenever your magnesium is low in your blood, you have a whole lot of other really bad things going on (laughs) because your body maintains certain amounts of magnesium inside your blood so carefully that if your magnesium is low clinically, there's other things going on. So how do we know if we maybe don't have enough of magnesium? Some of these symptoms are really pretty vague. We're not sleeping well. We may have muscle cramps, fatigue, nausea, vomiting, loss of appetite, personality changes like being more anxious or irritable, You can even develop some like heart palpitations. You can also have some uh, muscle weakness, high blood pressure, migraines, and then also bone loss. Some of these are really symptoms of higher levels of magnesium um, deficiency. And then some of them are just kind of basic things that we all deal with. Trouble sleeping, fatigue, blood sugar dysregulation, which you're not going to really know unless you are monitoring 
your blood sugar. But there is some research to suggest that so many of us are walking around pretty depleted of magnesium. And so why is this? Why have we become a society, I guess, that is so deplete in magnesium? Well, one of the reasons is, is that we don't eat a very high magnesium diet or the traditional Western diet is not very high in foods that are high in magnesium. These are things like green leafy vegetables, nuts, seeds, beans, all the good stuff. So another reason is some of those foods are not as magnesium dense as they used to be. So we may be eating some of those high magnesium foods, but there's just not as much. So we have to eat more to really get the right amount. Another reason is we have higher magnesium requirements than we ever did before. And so part of the reason why we have higher requirements is one of the things that depletes our magnesium more quickly is stress and other medical conditions. So like diabetes, kidney disease, these things will deplete a magnesium, but I think stress is a really, really big driver of why we are so deplete in magnesium. We also have a lot of digestive issues, and when we have digestive issues, we don't really absorb the nutrients that we're eating, and so that's a real problem as well. And then chronic stress, and then also our high reliance on high caffeinated beverages. So there are 100 million, (laughs) maybe a little less, maybe a little more caffeinated beverages. And I am the last person to tell anybody to no longer have coffee because I love coffee, but, but excess caffeine and alcohol actually cause us to excrete more magnesium through our kidneys into our urine. So that could also be a contributing factor or probably is a contributing factor to why we, so many people are slightly deplete or more than slightly deplete of magnesium. And one other really interesting finding, I didn't even realize this until I was doing research for this episode, is that sometimes too much protein intake can actually interfere with the absorption of a magnesium. So I'm definitely not saying that you shouldn't make sure you get the right amount of protein. I just mean that too much can be too much. And also, whenever you do have a very high protein diet, you just have to be more mindful of making sure you get enough magnesium either through supplementation or, but mainly through your diet. So just something to be conscious of. Okay, so now we know some of the reasons why we are potentially low in magnesium and also the things that, some reasons why we should be focused on making sure we get more magnesium. Let's talk a little bit about now what do we do? So First and foremost, it's really important to focus on getting really magnesium-rich foods. Supplementation is great and very helpful. In this case, I think 
Supplementation is something I typically recommend to people, but we should always start with food first because when we think about nutrients in food, if we only focus on single nutrients, we really miss all the other nutrients that Mother Nature has given to us that they really work symbiotically together. So focus on getting magnesium-rich foods. And so what are those? I mentioned them just a little bit earlier, but these are things like leafy greens, such as spinach, kale, nuts and seeds, almonds, pumpkin seeds, pistachios, whole grains like brown rice, whole wheat, also some of the grains like quinoa, and then legumes. You know, I'm a big bean fan. So black beans, lentils, kidney beans, They're so, so good for you. And then also fatty fish like salmon, sardines. And so really focus on getting these high magnesium foods, these whole foods, the unprocessed foods, because not only do they have lots of good magnesium, but they also have lots of, of good fiber to help heal your GI tract to really allow you to feel better, and also absorb the magnesium in those uh, foods that we talked about. Also be mindful of how you are cooking your food. So really stay away from some of the cooking methods where the food sits in water and cooks in water because some vitamins and minerals, not just magnesium, can actually leach out. So focus more on steaming, baking, and roasting. And then also try to focus on having more raw foods so that you don't have to worry about the uh, degradation from cooking the foods in general. Then you can supplement. After you have made sure your diet is as packed as possible with high magnesium foods, Supplementation is not a terrible idea, especially if you notice that you have things like digestive issues, you have insomnia, you maybe have some hormone dysregulation, some blood sugar dysregulation, some mental health concerns. In fact, the mental health, depression, anxiety, these are some of the conditions that magnesium is kind of a go-to for me because the magnesium is so important in the the creation of our um, neurotransmitters. It's also really important in our manufacturing of vitamin D, and that is so important for brain health and mood regulation. So I really like using supplementation. Some other things to focus on are managing stress, I like doing uh, meditation, breathing, yoga, mindfulness. This will help to preserve the magnesium that you are having, limit caffeine, stay hydrated, and then also, okay, so before we go, I do want to talk a little bit more about supplementation. So you are already really loading up your diet with those high magnesium-rich foods, but you do feel like maybe you need some a supplementation. Before you take any supplements, always talk to your healthcare provider. But I like to, once you talk to your healthcare provider, you can look at getting a magnesium uh, supplement. 
There's so much literature around the different types of magnesium. There's citrate, glycinate, oxide, magnesium chloride, magnesium sulfate, magnesium carbonate. (laughs) The list goes on and on. The only one that I really say to stay away from, and only because it is less well-absorbed, and this is the one that you typically find in like milk of magnesia, so will cause more GI discomfort if that's not your goal when taking magnesium. But you want the magnesium that actually goes in to your GI tract, gets absorbed so that it can be used throughout the body in your cells. And the only one I would really stay away from is magnesium oxide. I'm not sure if I said that earlier. So really all the other ones, glycinate, citrate, I think they're all good. I would focus on trying to get around 400 milligrams a day. If you do have digestive issues, maybe start with a lower dose to see how you tolerate it, and then you can add from there. And the only people that really need to worry about magnesium supplementation are people with with kidney disease. So so let's go over some of the key takeaways from our little chat today about magnesium. So first and foremost, focus on magnesium-rich foods like leafy greens, nuts, seeds, whole grains, legumes, fatty fish. Also, uh, you can find magnesium in bananas, avocados, dairy products, and dark chocolate. I totally forgot to mention that one. Also, figs, whole grains, brown rice, pumpkins, artichoke, squash, sesame seeds, and you can find sesame seeds in tahini, which is in hummus, and hummus is also beans. So so hummus is a magnesium-packed food. (laughs) And then Brazil nuts. Remember, you shouldn't have more than about two Brazil nuts a day because they are very high in other things. And in fact, you can't have too many Brazil nuts, but two is great. And if you want to supplement, talk to your provider first, but around 400 milligrams per day is good. So that's it. That is why magnesium is so important in our diet and why so many people are struggling with low magnesium and when they they take magnesium or they really focus on these high magnesium foods they they feel better they sleep better their mood is better because it is so crucial in so many different reactions throughout the body i hope this was a super helpful episode for you as always thank you so much for listening please be sure and share it with someone you love who you think would find it really helpful too. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, I wish you so much health and happiness on your own pursuit of wholeness. I'll see you next time.